1: Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed. To the Sons of Liberty radio show, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. US occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sons libertymedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there's two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from the previous day. So if you missed that and you want to catch it, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, at which time he'll be live in that little section right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button. Blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. Be sure to subscribe to the channel over there while you're there. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel on Rumble. And then also we're streaming live to BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. And we appreciate the guys giving us a spot on their platform as well. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. That's all of the articles that we put out for the day at dot com, including the Morning Show archive. So the links and everything that we're going to have uh, today, you'll be able to pick those up in the archive. They'll be linked there uh, so you can do your due diligence and going there and putting forth some action. You don't, we don't want to just put it out to everybody and nobody act on it. That's not going to do anybody any good. So this is, this is a call to action. That's what we do. We turn talk radio into do radio, right? All right. Now, with that said, we have discussed this issue about the World Health Organization led by Terrace Teddy and, uh, and their, their desire to control the people and to be a government and a law unto themselves. We talked about the UN's involvement. We talked about uh, the international regulations concerning health and things of this nature. And many times we brought on our friend James Reguski to talk about some of this because he's been sort of at the forefront of this, of warning Americans of what's to come. If there's, if we don't put a stop to this, they're just going to come right through and just do whatever they want to do to us uh, health-wise. So it's my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. James Reguski, good to see you, man.
2: Well, Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I got a word from somebody who is a listener and they said, Tim, there's something going down in at the end of the year, I think they said December, and uh they had gotten it off your Substack. Now I was getting your emails there for some reason I don't get them anymore. And I don't know why that is. That that could be the same reason some people get unsubscribed from our channel or or our email or our emails go in the spam folder, whatever the case may be. But you've got some pretty important information. And so I asked you if you'd come on today to do that. You're you happily obliged to do that because you know how serious this is. So tell people what can you kind of lead them up? Let's do a little review of some things that we talked about before and then lead up to what's coming if the people don't put a stop to it.
2: Um, you know, there's always something bad happening at the WHO and the U.N., Um, But in terms of the aspects of it that I've been uh, paying attention to in regards to, you know, COVID and pandemic and these negotiations for, um, you know, new international agreements, uh, a relatively new and different one is uh, at the head of the queue at the moment. Um, More than a year ago, I think it was September 2nd, 2022, the United Nations scheduled a meeting. That's coming up in about two weeks, September 20th of 2023, and they're planning on adopting a high-level political declaration for, uh, regarding um, pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. You know, a whole bunch of word salad. Essentially, the 193 member nations of the United Nations are going to meet in their General Assembly They've been quietly working all year to put together what is currently a 13-page uh, political declaration. On, on one level, you know, it's a lot of hot air, but, you know, they're busy telling the world, this is what we're doing. And they're currently, it literally says this in the, the first sentence of the document, it's their final draft for what they call the silence procedure. And most people should go, Jim, what in the heck is the silence procedure? Well, the way they operate, they publish and spread around, you know, their declarations. And it's almost like a challenge where it says, you know, as long as you folks don't find out about it and don't speak up about it, your silence will be viewed as consent. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm not silent about this. I've been screaming and yelling about this, you know, maybe not screaming, maybe not yelling, but certainly speaking up about it for quite some time. Now I'm I'm giving you your two week warning speak now, or it's, you know, according to their rules of engagement, if you will, now is the time to understand that they're going to be adopting a political declaration that they feel Um, you know, you've had ample warning about. Now, you know, I can't see all your hands, but raise your hands. How many people got a a text message or a notification or an email from the United Nations General Assembly asking for your input on this upcoming political declaration? Probably nobody. So, you know, this is your alert. This is your warning. This is your wake-up call. If you go to um, jamesrogusky.substack.com, you'll find it. But what I've put together on the latest article that I just published last night um, is the People's Declaration. If you click on that first big yellow thing right there, um the People's dot com. You can share that around. It'll tell everybody what's going on. Quick little video where essentially, uh, if you scroll down, you can see. Maybe make it a little bigger. People can actually read it. Um, below that video, I uh, just have to click the. Um, you, you must have somehow got unsubscribed. So. Um, no no, no, biggie yet. anybody can subscribe for free but the big yellow thing down below if you make it bigger people can see you know my declaration you know i do not consent to this this is not okay i am not in support of spending billions of dollars some of which could be used for gain-of-function research now there are many documents involved they have this declaration, they have amendments to the international health regulations. They have what they call the WHO Convention Agreement. Most people call that the pandemic treaty, but it's not really a treaty. It's way worse than that. And, and to summarize it all, you, know, the answer is no. None of this is appropriate. None of this is proper. You're not getting the will of the people. You know, we don't have a chance to have a say about this. You know, wealthy organizations like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and so forth, they have a seat at the table. They're allowed in these meetings, they're allowed to put their input in. And when you understand what they're doing, one aspect of it, because it's overwhelmingly complicated, but one aspect of it is they want to spend billions of dollars scouring the landscape and probably in the ocean as well to find pathogens with pandemic potential you might look at it and say it's almost like they want to find things that cause pandemics they want to set up a network so that they could you know explore the world find pathogens send it all to a laboratory network Where they would be encouraging research that could result in essentially what we've been dealing with for the last four years, which is arguably or unarguably, depending upon who you're talking to, biological warfare. You know, we're dealing with problems that we shouldn't be having to deal with because they're messing with Mother Nature. They're messing with, you know, God's creations, taking pathogens, making them more deadly. And we're dealing with the after effects, but the companies that are involved with that are profiting from it. And they actually have a system. They call it PABS. Now that sounds awfully nice, doesn't it, Tim? PABS, P-A-B-S. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that sounds like it's it's innocent and harmless, doesn't
2: it? It's a nice little cute little baby something, right? Pathogen access and benefit sharing system. Nations who identify pathogens are encouraged to share it with everybody and then they'll share the benefits of whatever is done with those pathogens now i had a conversation with somebody from japan earlier today many people may not know that ivermectin comes from a bacteria that was found i believe on a golf course in japan and the bacteria makes a substance that protects it from predatory parasites and worms and things like that, and and so researching organisms that create compounds like you know think penicillin or something like that, um, researching beneficial compounds that could help humanity. Okay, fine, but gain of function research where you're taking pathogens and trying to make them more deadly or more transmissible or both, um, these negotiations should be shutting that activity down.
1: Yeah, James, let me, let me toss something at you because I've always heard that, you know, there are these treaties that are in place to where mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be in, involved in things like this. Any kind of, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm dropping the, the word right now, but they would they would create... Some kind of biological weapons and stuff like that. I thought that was supposed to be off the table. Of course, we know when men do things, they're corrupt. They're corrupt at their heart. And that's why at the Sons of Liberty, we point men to the one who can change the heart, the Lord Jesus Christ. But we know they're corrupt. And our own government has been involved in Ukraine for, you know, two decades almost and saying, "Well, we're just we're just there to protect those bio labs." Yeah, sure you are. You're throwing our money at it, millions of dollars of our money. You're not protecting anything. You're carrying on in the same, you know, wicked kind of mindset to manufacture these things not for the benefit of the people, but so that the governments of the world and those who are the puppeteers behind them might gain something from it. And so, the question I have is is this, is what you're telling us they're doing? Is it based off a treaty that the United States is already involved in?
2: It's not based off of that treaty. Um, and in the article, it's it's wonderful that you're asking that question. In the latest article that you were just looking at, um, there's a, a video and an audio that goes into detail about the history of all of that. And long story short, the United States was the initiator. Of that treaty, you know, biological weapons um, convention, and and so what happened, though, is the teeth were never put into that agreement, and the United States was the main driving force to make that treaty practically useless and And so while there's a treaty about it, it's been um, you know just trampled over the years. And so now what's coming back is they've figured out how to turn pathogens into a profit center. It's, it's really pandemic profiteering. If you look at it from the perspective of if you're looking everywhere for something that is scary, but you're busy making something that you can sell as potentially protective against this scary thing that you're bringing into the world, um, there's a lot of money to be made. And, and so this is just so wrong on so many levels. I encourage people to, you know, read the article, watch the videos, listen to the audio. Um, it, it goes into detail about how we got to this place. But the way we got to this place with the things that are currently being negotiated comes, you know, I think really from what happened in South Africa uh, I think it was late 2021. But ultimately what happened is they identified what they claimed was a pathogen, the Omicron variant. And they told the world about it. They shared all the information. And immediately they were um, hit with travel restrictions. So they were punished for doing what they were supposed to do, which is share this information. And then what happened is Pfizer and Moderna turned it into money-making products. They turned it into the boosters. And, and so from Deadly a business, products,
1: we might add, too. Deadly products.
2: Deadly products. Um, and, and so from a business, um, world trade, fair trade, um, intellectual property, um, as they put it, pathogen access and benefit-sharing system, this is all about greed. They're like, hey, we gave you some intellectual property. You turned it into money, and you didn't give us any of the money. You gave us a hard time. You put us under travel restrictions. So what's going on here has got nothing to do with keeping people healthy. It's an argument, really, over money. And you know what they want is the capacity to build more manufacturing plants, more testing laboratories and facilities and all that sort of stuff to profit off of harm to other people. I mean, the, the level of evil in these documents is very well hidden by some sweet, sugary language.
1: Isn't that oh. how the devil comes to us anyway? Doesn't he have those? We, we talk about somebody being a silver-tongued devil. We don't use that term for nothing, right? Th- that's how they do. They always come with with the flowery language appealing to the people, appealing to emotion and all this other when behind the scenes the fascists and government with the with the with the corporate fascists are working hand in glove to exploit the people just like what you said. would you mind if we play this video? It's only about five minutes 52 seconds oh, please do okay're this is James's video, the people's decoration take a
2: listen. Hey everyone, this is James Roguski and today is Labor Day. It's September the 4th here in the United States. It's Labor Day and I'm here to give everyone about a two-week notice about something that is going to be happening in New York City at the United Nations on September 20th, 2023. It's a Wednesday and the United Nations has every intention of agreeing to a political declaration of the united nations general assembly high-level meeting on pandemic prevention preparedness and response this document is a 13-page document that practically no one in the media has been talking about it i've been talking about it for months um, i've put together a website entitled the people's declaration if the united nations general assembly Can make a political declaration without consulting the people, then we, the people, can certainly make a declaration without consulting them. Now, they operate on a a concept that is called the silence procedure. They've put this document out into the world, and their view is that since they've told us about it, um, if no one says anything in opposition to it, then our silence is viewed as consent. Well, I encourage everyone to record your own video expressing your own opinion about this political declaration that is most likely going to be adopted by the 193 member nations of the United Nations. And what I would like to do is read to you my declaration. And if you share it, please help spread the word about the People's Declaration. I am opposed to the centralization of power into the hands of unelected, unaccountable, and largely unknown bureaucrats through the negotiation of international agreements that absolutely do not reflect the wishes of the people of the world. I'm opposed to what is essentially biological weapons research, regardless of whether it is referred to as vaccine research, gain-of-function research, dual-use research of concern, or by any other name. This type of research must not be expanded. It must be stopped. I'm opposed to the use of terrorism and fear mongering, including in the form of propaganda and censorship. And I am opposed to the weaponization of injectable substances that are masquerading as vaccines and are being pushed upon men, women, and children around the world without their informed consent. I reject. The political declaration of the United Nations General Assembly high-level meeting on pandemic prevention preparedness and response, because I do not consent to spending up to $30 billion per year to promote the fair, equitable, and timely sharing of benefits arising from the use of pathogens with pandemic potential. I also reject the WHO CA Plus Framework Convention commonly known as the pandemic treaty, for a multitude of reasons, including its call for a pathogen access and benefit sharing system that, quote, aims to ensure timely access to pathogens with pandemic potential and the corresponding benefit sharing, unquote. I also reject the proposed amendments to the international health regulations for a multitude of reasons, including the amendments to annex one that were submitted by India that call for the timely exchange of biological materials and genetic sequence data to the who in return for unspecified benefits the needs of the people of the world have been ignored for far too long Planning to spend tens of billions of dollars to increase the profits of the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex under the guise of equity is simply not acceptable. I do not consent. Instead, I advocate that all of the nations of the world exit the WHO. Now, I'd simply ask everyone to look at the information that is on The people's declaration watch the videos listen to the audio read the um documents that are there see what it is that they are trying to do and understand that while this is you know some very complicated complex detailed documents you can look at it very simply they are failing on purpose to outlaw gain of function research and instead they are actually putting money into a system and changing the rules to make it easier for pathogens to be spread around the world and gain of function to be done on on pathogens that they're seeking to find this is absolutely unacceptable and if you agree with me give me a call my number is 310-619-3055 i hope that everyone can realize that your silence is viewed as consent and I encourage everyone to speak up as loudly as you possibly can.
1: All right. So, and that's what we want people to do as a result of listening to this show. We want them to speak up. We want them to, to take action uh, against what's going on and let the so-called representatives, for whatever good it'll do, I, I know sometimes I've been told if 30 or 40 people within a short amount of time call their representative, it gets their attention. They don't They don't pay attention to one or two or five people you know, send them a message or something. But boy, if the phone lines let up, you know, by the dozens, then they start going, okay, I might want to pay attention to this, or I'm going to really be in trouble because I guess they figure if you just got a few over there, this isn't something I need to be paying, paying attention to. But it seems like that's what you're encouraging people to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. Hang on. Just one second. I accidentally muted you there. Go
2: ahead. Um, step number one is awareness. Okay. I'm going to venture to guess that whoever might be watching this right now, um, you were not made aware last September 2nd, 2022, that the United Nations General Assembly was setting up a high-level meeting on September 20th, 2023. So here's your two-week notice that they're planning to do this. Normally, what the media does is it keeps it secret until after it's over and done and they go well here's what you missed okay and and so we have a two-week period to raise awareness amongst the general population by all means anybody that you care to reach out to you know congress senate and all that sort of stuff this is remember the united nations and so our representative is you know the united nations ambassador. The point is, did anybody ask the people? Did anyone in the Biden administration ask any, you know, of 300 and some million people in the United States, what do you think we should do? Should we just go along with whatever the WHO decides to do? Okay. And so the the problem across the board is the abdicating of power to these unelected organizations you didn't get to elect the ambassador to the united nations you didn't get to elect the delegates to the who and they set up these structures where there's a couple of you know uh, things and i don't want to get too deep into the weeds to get people confused because you want to keep it simple but here's what the big problem is one of the um pieces of uh, international law that, again, most people are unaware of is something called the International Health Regulations. They were adopted in 1969. They went through a large uh, number of amendments and revisions in 2005. And what was agreed to is that, well, the delegates to the WHO could amend the International Health Regulations. Now, most normal people want to believe that if they do that, it would have to come back to the Congress or the Senate for our approval. But that's not what the international health regulations say. The international health regulations say if they adopt amendments to the existing international health regulations, The president has an 18-month period where he could reject them. It doesn't come back to the Senate. It doesn't come back to the Congress or to the people. Now, most people just have a cognitive dissonance problem with that. That's not how it should be. That I agree. But that is how it is. And I tend to live in reality, right, not fantasy. It shouldn't be that way but that's how it is and I can prove it. Last year on May 27th, 2022, the World Health Assembly did adopt amendments to the International Health Regulations. Now this is what I think the the um, person that reached out to you said something was going on. This is what I think they were probably referring to. The amendments that were adopted on May 27th, 2022, there's an 18 month period whereby each nation on the planet could just write a letter to the WHO and reject those amendments. Article 61 gives every nation the right of rejection. Well, 18 months from last May is December 1st. So our government has gone 15 months out of an 18 month period where the Biden administration could just write a letter to the WHO and say, well, you know those amendments that you all adopted? No, thanks. As far as our country is concerned, we reject them. Every other nation could abide by them. That's fine by them. They do whatever they want to do. But we reject them with a simple letter. Well, I got news for you folks. Um, The Biden administration is the one who proposed them, along with Japan and Australia and the United Kingdom and the European Union and a number of other countries. OK? They want this globalist view of the world. They're pushing for these amendments. And the Senate has not discussed what was done last year. We didn't have any input into what was done last year. And so what's going on now in, in a third track, is well over 300 additional amendments have been being negotiated all this year in secret and the deadline for them to submit those is mid-January but it's really mid-December because they go through a review process and so there's meetings in October and meetings in December about hundreds of changes to the international health regulations and those are not coming back for our consideration they're not coming back for the Senate to vote or give their advice and consent. They don't need a signature from the president. If they adopt them, they adopt them. Okay. Now, so the president this is, has the right to reject them. Yeah. But they're the ones pushing them.
1: Well, this is this is where it's a little confusing to me, and I, I don't mean to to make it complicated. But you said if they if they just put these in. Then it just goes on, and all of a sudden, the people of the United States, who many won't even many many won't even know what's going on, all of a sudden they're under these regulations that don't fall under our Constitution. And are, again, let me be clear: Are you saying this was based off a previous treaty? Is that is that what I understood you to say? And now, well,
2: the, the use of the word treaty. Um, okay. The only time I actually use the word treaty is to point out that these things are not treaties okay okay? all right Um, so how are they getting how are they getting them through yeah okay go ahead this is where the cognitive dissonance is is really thick okay if if on one side you can say well here's how things should be right you and i could find vast agreement all we got to do is pull out the constitution point to the article and say right. you know this article is what, two
1: section two clause two Yep.
2: This is, this is what the founding fathers said you're supposed to do stay out of those um foreign entanglements okay that's how we all believe it is supposed to be well reality is different there have been tens of thousands of international agreements that have been agreed to the world sees a signature from the president and says, OK, the United States has agreed to it. They don't give a darn about our Senate and our Constitution or whatever. If our representative, our president, foreign minister, you know, secretary of state, ambassador agrees to something, they take us on our word. And so these rules of the Constitution have been shredded for centuries. And so the founding fathers have been turning over in their grave for quite some time, but it's just become accepted practice. We got into the w h o not with the treaty that went through the Senate. there was a joint resolution passed by both houses of Congress that accepted the w h o constitution. Most people go the w h o has a constitution. well, you know, forgive me for being um You know, so obvious. But don't you think that since the US Constitution says nothing about giving any authority over health to the federal government, don't you think it would take a constitutional amendment for the federal uh, government to give authority to the WHO over health and accept a totally different Constitution? Absolutely. So, you know the legislation that was adopted in nineteen forty eight is void from the very beginning. It's abhorrent to the Constitution. they're you know giving away authority that they don't have to give,
1: yeah, and we've seen them do that in a number of ways so i I'm with you, I see the reality, I'm just kind of going like they they didn't even try to i mean it's like they didn't even try to make it look like it was constitutional that's the that's the part that That's that just blows my mind, because usually they'll kind of shroud it under that and say, well, this is constitutional and they'll take something out of context and talk about general welfare, which gets distorted all over the place. But that's that's kind of what I was getting at. I I was trying to get how are they doing it? And they're just doing it because I guess the people aren't paying attention.
2: Well, you know, I don't know if um, if if you had an apple tree in your yard, right, and your neighbor came up and said, hey. I'm, I'm going to go pick an apple, right? See you later, right? And every day is picking apples off your tree, right? Your silence is viewed as consent. He told oh, you. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Okay. Right. And and so, what we're dealing with is the way out of this. At, at least one step is um, something that was put forth by Representative Andy Biggs in Arizona's fifth district, HR seventy nine. It's a simple piece of legislation. I can explain it in about 20 seconds. Please. It's, a page, it's a page and a half long. It says, we're going to tell the WHO we're leaving. We're going to stop giving them money. And we're going to repeal the legislation that made the mistake and got us into this in the first place in 1948. So far, we've gotten 52 members of Congress to co-sponsor, 51 co-sponsors, plus Andy Biggs, the sponsor. We still have a long way to go but if you don't like the way an organization is behaving then leave now trump started that process when he was in office but it's a year-long process we agreed when we got in to give him a one-year notice and one of the first things biden did when he got into office was to stop the process from happening so we never actually left the who But it's that easy. You just say goodbye. We're out of here. We want a divorce. We're leaving. Now, that doesn't solve all the problems because all the other nations are still trapped in the WHO. But, you know, we've got about 14 months of, you know, election season in the United States. And this issue of do you want to give authority and power and billions of dollars to the WHO and have them oversee a network of laboratories that are scouring the earth, looking for pathogens with pandemic potential, so that they can turn a profit on these and share the benefits with whoever wants to play in their little charade. Um, are you for that, or are you against it? Well, it, from my point of view, the people's declaration is if, and I'm I'm going to speak directly to everyone who's you know watching this video. If you're silent on this issue it means that you consent to them doing whatever it is they're doing so speak up get your phone right it's got a camera on it if you don't have one i'm sure somebody you know does have one or you know use your computer or whatever camera you may have learn as much as you care to learn about all of the details of what is going on realize that nobody asked you To vote on this. Nobody asked you to weigh in to give you, you know, to give your perspective on whether or not. Now they have had, the WHO has had, way back in April of 2022, they had their first public comment period. They gave us six days' notice. April 12th and 13th was when they were accepting comments. That was a deadline. We got 33,884 written public comments in six days. Wow. They buried it. They reported on it in June, and they canceled the second public comment period. And they put up words on their website that said, well, you know, we're not going to have any more public comments because we want the public comments to support what we're doing. It's like, well, that's not how public comments work. And it wasn't until August that year, last year, that we gained access to all of the public comments. And 99.9% of them were, we don't want no stinking treaty, right? So they just buried that. They, they don't want to listen to the will of the people. A year ago in September, almost exactly a year ago from now, I put out a call for people to record videos expressing their opinion about what the WHO was negotiating. And if you go to screwthewho.com, you can watch about you know several hundred people. I think it's in the range of 400 people who recorded short videos giving their opinion. And you should be able to tell from the name of the website what the overriding opinion was. Screw you. We don't want you to be negotiating this. The last thing in the world we need is for more of the same. So if you scroll down, I have to admit um, the the first video just kind of gives you an introduction. The second video, I got to admit the gentleman, uh, um, Jimmy, from Ecuador did a spectacular job, right? Um, let's see how creative you all can be. Um, the first couple of videos down below that are compilation videos with many, 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 many um, videos that um, yeah, right there takes a little while to load because there's so many. That one and the next one below are compilation videos with many people who have submitted. But you just keep on scrolling, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, you know, people who spoke out and said, you know, this is what our opinion is. And so I encourage everybody, you know, people do TikTok videos all the time, selfie videos. People are, you know, doing videos about everything. If you scroll back up just a bit right above my video, um, that person apparently wanted to remain somewhat anonymous. Okay? Um, if you have the ability and you want to play um, the video that is mine right below, you can see what I had to say a year ago. It would be kind of curious for me to uh, reminisce. Okay.
1: Um, let's, let's see what James has to say. This will take a second. It's a bit shoot video, and I'm just going to load it up here, and we're going to let James talk again to us from video. Hang on. Here we go.
2: My name is James Roguski, and I speak for myself. The first step to addressing future pandemics on an international basis would be to acknowledge the ongoing attempted genocide of the human population that is happening right now under the guise of the response to the COVID-19 pandemic as directed by the World Health Organization. The experimental and toxic gene therapy injections that have been masquerading as COVID-19 vaccines are causing a slaughter of epic proportions unlike anything the world has ever seen. The WHO, its 194 member nations and its nearly 400 relevant stakeholders are either blind to this catastrophe or they are complicit in its cover-up. The first step to dealing with this genocide on an international basis is for police agencies around the world to immediately seize the assets, records, factories, and stockpiles of all of the corporations, organizations, and government agencies that are involved. We do not need a pandemic treaty, and we do not need amendments to the IHR. We need to rid the world of those who profit from pandemics. We need arrests, trials, and punishment of the criminals involved in this enormous racketeering scheme. We need to stop the shots. We need to stop the slaughter, and we need to abolish the World Health Organization. Man, I couldn't have said it any better, James. That's that's great right there. Now, here's
1: the here's you the know, challenge. I, I, guess I've,
2: I guess I've aged okay over the past year. I'm not doing too bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, th- to me, it's it's one of these things to where the people can do this. They're doing stuff, you know, a lot of people are doing stuff on social media. I I just I'm on social media just to put out what our articles are and stuff. That's that's mm-hmm. basically just gist, a couple of messages here or there, and that's it. But that's that's sort of a, a town square for many people, even though they're being censored. What if we did a, a, um, you know, a challenge, a, a, a screw the who, a screw the who challenge, like what you put there
2: and just would be so, if you would be so kind, go back to that page, you go up and play the second video and I challenge it. Now I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I'm, I'm not a professional video, you know, person. I I do the best I can. I, I spoke from my heart. I said what I wanted to say, and that's all I'm asking for people to do. Right. But some people are way more talented than I am. Okay, and and there are some people in that list that you may know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Del Bigtree, um, Maria Z, Steve Kirsch, uh, Reiner Schulmeck. You know, a handful of other people have spoken out. Sure. Um, but if you would be so kind as to play the second video, um, which on, one is on this that called? Same page. Uh, you know, if you go up to the top me, of the page, let me bring it up here. one down. Yeah, the one with the question mark. This one.
1: Okay. All right, here we go.
2: Um, you don't have it's to gonna, do this good it. of a job to have an impact. But this is, you know, uh, boy, I couldn't say it better.
1: <laughs> All right, here it goes. Sometime. This is
0: my video to an organization. Can I, can I ask
2: you to stop it for a moment? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, at the very end of it, there are some. Um, colorful language. Words. There are some colorful language. So, uh, you know, give everybody warning about it. But I think it's appropriate, if anybody has a problem with that, you know, by all means, don't go there. But just so everybody knows, he speaks his mind at the very end of it.
1: Okay, well, I'll try to watch for some of that. Anyway, here it is.
2: The World
0: Health Organization has absolutely nothing to do with health. I think it would be more accurate to simply just call you guys the World Organization or World Government, because that's what it boils down to. You gangsters are trying to seize the power to govern the world and everyone in it as you see fit. You, the WHO, are blatantly attempting to give yourselves the authority to act above the government of each and every member nation, that is to say, the entire world, with the exception of Liechtenstein and Palestine, as far as I'm aware. You, the WHO, are attempting to take control of humanity. If people think that sounds crazy, then simply look at what the WHO's proposed pandemic treaty is about. A treaty that until now they've been unable to put in place due to the work of those resisting and exposing their agenda but a treaty that they continue to press forward with nonetheless, and with some determination. The treaty they are trying to push upon the entire world effectively takes away all medical sovereignty from the individual human being, as well as many other freedoms, and gives complete control over pretty much every aspect of our lives to a centralized world governing body, namely the who, when one simple condition is met. There must be a pandemic declared first. At the same time, this treaty gives the sole authority to declare that pandemic to the WHO, of course. So they want to grant themselves the power to give themselves more power. And how long do you think that will take? I refuse to accept that these scumbags grant themselves into the greatest position of power ever seen throughout history, controlling my and humanity's access to food, goods, health services, transport, accommodation, everything they want to grant themselves the power to be able to declare a pandemic at any moment without any medical evidence or support from the scientific community wave after wave variant after variant disease after disease is there anything more insane than the idea of giving anybody this kind of power has there ever been anything more openly and ludicrously dictatorial ever seen throughout the history of the world Why would we give the power to control every aspect of our lives to criminal psychopaths and liars? Nothing they say is true. There never was a pandemic. They lied. They will always lie. Check the worldwide mortality figures for the first year of COVID. They're normal. How could there have been a pandemic when mortality rates are normal? And yet they have us masked and now they are trying to find us, hand and foot. 2022 and the true pandemic starts to poke its head around the corner. The true pandemic occurring is within the vaccinated community. Mortality rates are way above normal all over the world amongst the vaccinated, and illnesses are through the roof. And only in those who felt to the lie that these injections were ever vaccines in the first place. They are not. They are genetic experimentation upon the human race. And yet they hide all of this. The vast majority of vaccinated women are miscarrying their babies. And yet when you say depopulation, they call you a conspiracy theorist. With so many dead and seriously injured already, you scumbags continue to lie and conceal the truth. You invent terms such as sudden adult death syndrome to cover up the sudden adult deaths that are happening after taking your so-called vaccines. To those of you aiding and abetting this heinous regime, turn back to God and ask forgiveness. Then switch sides. Do some good. You are in a great position to help humanity at this urgent hour, if you would only do so. Fuck the Who. Screw the Who. Abandon the Who. Break the Who. Smash the Who. Utterly annihilate the Who. And make these people pay for crimes unimaginable against humanity. Because we haven't even started to see the true effects of all this.
1: God bless and protect humankind. Okay. He's got some good music. He's got a great voice. And I I do like I do like the message of how he presents exactly what they're doing, calling them out for what they're doing. And uh you're right. People don't have to be, you know, highly skilled in in video. They can just do the selfie stuff. Let's do a challenge. Yep. This is James challenge here, screw the who. So let's let's do that with a hashtag the People's Declaration. Hashtag screw the who. And what was the other one you had? Exit the who hashtag exit the who. Yep. And if we start that today. Maybe this will get some traction uh, on certain platforms. Maybe. It, I, I'm not guaranteeing it will, but use every platform you've got. Start putting it out there. Start challenging your friends to do it. And if they don't have anything else to say, go over there and grab James' The People's Decoration and have them read that off. That, that sounds as a, a, a voice of dissent too, right, James?
2: Absolutely. And so, you know, the, the beauty of this is when you unleash the individual creativity, of you know, men and women around the world, um, you'll be, I think, pleasantly surprised with what people come up with. Now, I am absolutely available for anybody. Um, I give my phone number on every interview that I do. It's on all my sites. I'm in the United States. I'm in California. It's 310-619-3055. I want to ensure that whatever people say is accurate, okay? We don't need to exaggerate the horrors that they've done and that they're you know, trying to do. And so if anybody has any questions, by all means, give me a call. I'm here to serve. But, you know, the whole point is silence doesn't cut it, okay? Um, thinking that somebody else is going to protect you you think that somebody else is going to voice your opinion and, and speak? for? That's how we get into these problems. Silence allows them to take one step forward into the direction that they want to go. And continued silence allows them to go further and further and further. And at some point, you got to draw the line in the sand. And you go, okay, I am silent no longer. Now, it's all peaceful, 100% with love in your heart. But there is a way to be loving, but yet solid and firm, and 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 have a backbone and a spine, where you simply say, "No, I, I I do not consent to the negotiation and and the spending of money and the agreement to continue further down this evil pathway." The answer is no. You will stop, and it you find the words that are right for you i've said the things that i've had to say i actually did two videos nobody says that you can't take 20 cracks at it you know say whatever it is you want to say if if you're inspired to do a video put it out there you you never know when that inspiration is going to come from god through you and you let the world know what you're thinking yeah
1: and i think that's a good thing it gives people a voice because I know I I see so many people they don't think they don't feel like they have a voice they they they're they're shut down on social media uh, their their families have rejected them because they're the outsiders because they didn't take the depop shot or any of this other stuff or because they're telling them look here's the information here's the data of what's going on like this gentleman was doing with the uh, with the video a minute ago showing what they're doing sh- connecting the dots so people see. And yet many of them are outcasts. So this is a way they can do it. I think one of the, like you were saying, TikTok and stuff like that, but also I think, you know, use the platforms that the devil set up here, YouTube and such, (laughs) use these little shorts that they've got, you Mm -hmm. know, and have you a clever little thing. Smash the who, the guy said there a minute ago, screw the who, whatever. And and put it out there. Get it in in your 60 second little slot. Put Mm -hmm. it, put it out on social media. Hey, skip all those guys and start messaging everybody in your, in your smartphone that makes us really stupid. Uh, Message them your video. I mean, there's got to, there's other ways of doing it besides just social media. Maybe even pick up some emails and stuff and and do that as well. James, we got about two minutes left here and I want to give those two minutes to you. Tell people where they can find out more about you, where they can follow you. And then also a final word of exhortation, please.
2: Um, The easiest answer is um, James Roguski. Dot substack.com, J A M E S R O G U S K I. Um in that first article that's yellow, that's the latest one. And at the bottom of it, there's a dozen websites that I've put together over the last year. But um give me a phone call at 310-619-3055. And I you know I just really want to leave it um on a positive note. We're gonna win. We are going to nobody said it's gonna be easy. Okay? But you know, good is going to triumph over evil. And when you see the talent that people have who are in the know and are aware and what they can do, um, this is a battle for people's minds. And so um, in in the physical world, you know you stand your ground, you do so peacefully, but mentally you have to be strong. And so if if you're if you have a vision, for what you want the future to be speak that vision into existence create the world that you want to live in because what we've allowed to happen is you know they the infamous they is very good at saying what they want over and over and over and over again well i do not consent to what they want i will not comply with the things that they want me to do i see a much better world in the future you know we we can make the world a better place and i trust that we will starts with the first step you can take that first step in your life and this is one simple way to start speak your mind
1: amen amen and i'll just end on this you know we go to revelation chapter 12. And there we're talking about Satan being cast down. And then you get this, you get this part here because he's the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And that's what they do constantly with us claiming that we're sick, claiming that we have all these things that they have to come into control. And it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, that's the Lord Jesus. And by the word of their testimony, exactly what James is saying to speak out, to speak the truth, to expose the darkness and to confront it and to overcome it. That's the issue. That's what we're to be as believers in the Lord Jesus. Bradley, be
2: with you at three, and we'll see you back here in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Lord willing, talk to you then.